ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 535. Where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version. Each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 6 verses 12 through 22. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Please grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your holy word, to teach your holy word, to preach the whole counsel of God from your holy word and to preach the gospel as well so that others will know how to be saved and to come out of darkness into your marvelous light by believing in your holy son the lord jesus christ for we pray in his name amen Dear friends, I have the high honor, the distinct privilege, and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Second Chronicles, chapter 6, verses 12 through 22. And he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. For Solomon had made a brazen scaffold of five cubits long and five cubits broad and three cubits high and had set it in the midst of the court. 
and upon it he stood and kneeled down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands toward heaven and said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in the heaven nor in the earth which keepest covenant and showest mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. Thou which hast kept with thy servant David, my father, that which thou hast promised him, and spakest with thy mouth and hast fulfilled it with thine hand as it is this day. Now, therefore, O Lord God of Israel, keep with thy servant David, my father, that which thou hast promised him, saying, There shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit upon the throne of Israel, yet so that thy children take heed to their way to walk in my law as thou hast walked before me. Now then, O Lord God of Israel, let thy word be verified which thou hast spoken unto thy servant David. But will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee how much less this house which I have built. Have respect therefore to the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication. O Lord, my God, to hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. That thine eyes may be open upon this house day and night. Upon the place whereof thou hast said that thou wouldest put thy name there, to hearken unto the prayer which thy servant prayeth toward this place. Hearken therefore unto the supplications of thy servant and of thy people Israel, which they shall make toward this place Hear thou from thy dwelling place, even from heaven, and when thou hearest, forgive. If a man sin against his neighbor, and an oath be laid upon him to make him swear, and the oath come before thine altar in this house, 
ladies and gentlemen, shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. And help us, Lord, to pray like the wise Solomon, uh, who understood that you were and you are the great God of heaven, and all power and might is in your hands. And we should look to you. When we sin, when we fail, when we mess up, and confess our sins, and repent of our sins. And we know that you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 968 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary or some other uh, reputable study Bible or commentary this podcast, my dear friends, is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my beloved, is that through the simple reading of the word of God, and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and saved from the eternal burning hell. Today, my beloved, we're reading Malachi chapter 2, verse 16. For the Lord... The God of Israel saith that he hateth putting away. 
For one covereth violence with his garment, saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore take heed to your spirit, that ye deal not treacherously. My dear friends, I just read in your hearing from Malachi chapter 2 verse 16. Now here is the sense of it, here is the understanding of it. Uh, With the help of the Holy Ghost and the BKC, let's pray. Holy Father God, I thank you so much for your holy word. I pray that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit to understand it, to comprehend it, to obey it, to live by it, and to share it with others, and to preach and to proclaim your Holy Gospel. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Malachi according to the Bible Knowledge Commentary, used strong language to emphasize God's displeasure with divorce. He said, I hate divorce. Hate from uh, Sani means to detest. This differs from the Hebrew word for hate, used in uh, 1.3. To underscore his point, Malachi said that this pronouncement was made by the Lord God of Israel. This recalls the fact that he is the sovereign lawgiver and judge of Israel. If God despises a practice, certainly it ought not to be done. A man's covering himself with his garment symbolizes marriage, but covering himself with violence describes violating the marriage relationship, which is what divorce does. The fact that this is the Lord's view is repeated for emphasis, says the Lord Almighty. This verse is the most explicit statement in the Old Testament on God's feelings about divorce. Divorce was allowed, but actually the instructions in that passage, Deuteronomy 24, 1-4, were given to protect the wife if a divorce should occur. Jesus taught that those concessions by Moses were given because of the hardness of people's hearts. But he emphasized that God does not approve of divorce. Though some Bible scholars see some basis for exceptions to this ideal. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, 
We praise you and we thank you for your clear word on such a devastating subject that has devastated the lives of millions. Lord, many divorced people have said that divorce is like a death, even people who are not even religious in any way. It's a living death. And it keeps on giving pain after pain after pain. We are seeing it worked out now in a multi-million dollar divorce case. Several at the same time. For people have forgotten your word, Lord Jesus, let not man put asunder. You, you are very clear in, your, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Divorce is something you detest, you hate, and you don't want to see it done. And so, Holy Father God, help people who are saved to suck it up and do what they need to do to stay together for your glory, praise, and honor, and for the children's sake. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, we move over to what I call and have dubbed the family verses. This is our family segment. This is our third day in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. As many of you know now, I believe that this passage uh, is adjacent to the family verses proper because God wants us to know that uh, spiritual warfare will be in your family first and foremost. The enemy, as you call him, the devil and Satan wants to destroy your marriage and your family. Uh, there's no way that you can explain it, the problems that you have in marriage and family, and uh, demonic attitudes and spirits other than the devil is involved. And that's all there is to it. The, the, you have an enemy fighting against you. You need to know how to deal with him and God provides us what we need to deal with our enemy, the devil, and Satan. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. <clears throat> Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You must understand 
husband and father, wife and mother, that you are wrestling not against flesh and blood and the people you see. It is the devil and his demonic spirits that work on the people you see. And you better look to God and put on the whole arm of God and pray to God and read God's word to deal with that. Uh, dealing with them as human, uh, in a, dealing with the situation on a flesh and blood level is never, never, never going to solve the problem. You had better get a hold of God, make sure you saved yourself so that you can have the discernment to see that the devil is the one pulling the levers behind the scenes, causing people in your family to act demonically strange. This is our third day in this passage, so we must finish it. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And, and, and quite frankly, Paul is saying this, led and uh, guided by the Holy Ghost in such a way that if you don't take heed to God's word, you will not stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, God wants you to stand, but for you people who think that the Christian uh, life is a walk in the park through the rose garden and you're going to uh, go to heaven on a flowery bed of ease, uh, you are woefully deceived. You are deluded. Allow me to disabuse you of such thinking. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Put on the whole arm of God, husband, father, wife, mother, young adults in the home, teenagers. Put on the whole arm of God. Stop sitting there as sitting ducks, allowing the devil to shoot his demonic arrows at you and you sitting there on the couch or at the table like sitting ducks letting the devil destroy your heart, your mind, your soul, and spirit, and make you depressed, defeated, and disgusted, instead of being on the firing line, victorious. Let's pray for others, families that don't know Christ as Savior, and those who do, and pray for other people as well. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of those who are lost. 
those families that are lost, we pray for their salvation. We pray for the revival of those families that are saved. And we pray that both families would take heed to your holy word that is available to all. We also pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving. And the morning around the world, the folks in Brooklyn, New York, I mean, uh, Buffalo, New York, rather, the folks out in Orange County, California, uh, the folks in Wisconsin, all the places of foolish, unnecessary mass shootings, the people suffering in the Ukraine, Millions all around the world suffering from not only the coronavirus plague, but other plagues and sicknesses. And Holy Father God, we pray today for all uh, government ministers. Thank you, Lord, for calling so many of these people to do this uh, serious work. Lord, it is a beautiful thing how that you called people to do this. And it's a beautiful thing when they arrive on the scene knowing what to do to solve problems, to investigate these issues and to get to the bottom of them. I thank you for them. And we pray for the president on down, everybody in the ministry of government. We pray for their salvation, that they would connect with you. We pray that you will uh, revive those who are saved. We pray that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of the bad ones and fill all of them with your Holy Spirit. Teach them your Holy Word. And Lord, help them to obey your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we pray for all Christians who are being persecuted around the globe in the USA, in Nigeria, in China, and other places. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would grant them your grace 
for their trying times and for even their dying times, if that be your will. Lord God in heaven, we pray that you will protect and bless and provide for and encourage your people who are being persecuted for their faith in you. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem as well. And Holy Father God, we pray, yes indeed, for the millions who are hurting still from the coronavirus plague, but some are even acting like they're not hurting, which no doubt they're hurting the worse and will hurt the worse as time goes on. We pray now, Lord, for some of these dear folks by name, for as this is a memorial service as well, we pray for the family and friends of Delaware resident Lauren Noka. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Frank Quintana. We pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Dorothy Jaworski. We pray for the family and friends of Kansas resident Doris Johnson. We pray for the family and friends of Alabama resident Vaughn DeVos. We pray now, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for all of the thousands of folks who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the mind, the strength, and the help, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray for all of these people. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for thousands of answers to prayer. And we pray still for these people, all of them, including these new ones. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. Hear and answer their prayers and hear and answer our prayers for them. And Holy Father God, we pray for some by name. We pray for the prayer requests that we, a few prayer requests that we have before us. Uh, some new ones. We pray for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs to live on and to do your work. We pray for Pastor Bershevi who sent us uh, a praise report and prayer requests all the way from Kenya, and Lord, we, we, I don't have it before me, but I did see it uh, on the email, and I do pray that uh, you would continue to bless them, and we rejoice with them in their victories, and we pray that you would work a divine miracle and provide everything they need. We pray for Jillian, please give her guidance, direction, purpose, show her where her calling is, give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle and all relationships. Protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits and any curses. Help her to be closer connected to you. We pray for Marie Grace. Please help her to get a new roof for the drainage to be fixed. We pray for the black mold to be removed, help her house. Um, help her house to pass inspection, protect her daughter as well. Uh, Raywin. Uh, 
And Lord, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel down through the years. Help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith. And Lord, we pray uh, for Shirley, uh, Donna, H.P., Mercy, and Rose. Lord, we pray for all of the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow as well. We pray for O.T., Julie, Don, Subda, and and there's, for some reason, okay, Bobby. Lord, uh, we pray that you will help them to grow in the faith and to never get into a backslidden state again. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Keep praying without ceasing and keep looking up for your redemption draweth nigh. Lord willing, the Lord should tarry his coming and we live. We'll see you next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten Son, God gave up his only begotten Son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him the word whosoever means anybody at any time. The word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, 
believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven. I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. And Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins past and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you 
that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell, and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on, I am the door, Jesus Christ said, by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer 